I wanted to ask you, what are some of the fundamental or philosophical changes you've seen uh, between Zach Taylor and, and uh, Marvin Lewis? And, um, you know, they obviously have a, the Bengals have a lot of the same personnel, but I'm curious to see if you've seen any philosophical changes. Right. Well, um, I'd say we're, you know, probably where things have been the most consistent uh, is on special teams. And that's with Darren Simmons. Um, you know, Darren's uh, been with the Bengals since I want to say like '03, um, so uh, over 15 years. And so schematically, they're um, they've always been one of the best special teams units that we face. Darren does a great job with fundamentals, techniques, and his units are always very well prepared. Um, you know, on the the offensive side of the ball uh, with Zach and um, you know, Coach Callahan, the offensive coordinator, um, you know, they certainly had a strong Rams presence in what they do, and, you know, that was a little uh, different than, uh, you know, what they've had there uh, the past few years under Marvin, but similar to what the Rams do. But, of course, it's different players, and it's a different it's a different matchups, and, and they certainly modified some things, and, and not everything's the same as the Rams, uh, but that, that's certainly the basis of it. Um, and... You know, defensively with um, uh, Coach Aranumo, um, you know, there's uh, a very aggressive uh, front mentality. You know, these guys are, are very good up front. Um, Hubbard, Atkins, Dunlap, uh, they have some very explosive and, and disruptive players up there uh, that, that cause a lot of problems. Um, and they, you know, they do a good job of, of creating negative plays and, and uh, you know, just generally being disruptive and, um, so we're going to have to, you know, first of all, number one, I mean, we, there's other, a lot of places we've got to deal with there, but number one, we're going to have to deal with the, you know, with the front and be able to handle that. Uh, so, you know, schematically that's a little different than, um, than the, the package that Marvin ran, although, you know, up front, the players are similar. I'd say that the, the schematics are a little bit different than uh, Coach Lewis's uh, from last year. And one more question for me, Bill, and that's about Joe Mixon. Why has he been so much more effective the last two to three weeks? You know, he to me, he's effective every game. Um, he's really a hard guy to handle. Uh, Mixon is, is fast. He's explosive through the line of scrimmage. Um, a hard guy to tackle. Uh, he reads, reads blocks very well, gets vertical. Uh, there's, there's hardly... It's rare to get him on negative plays. He he almost always gets positive yardage, uh, but he's strong enough to to run through tackles, and he's quick enough and explosive enough to you know break quickly into space and and get out of trouble. And, you know, get away from guys. He's an inside runner, outside runner, catches the ball well. He's good on screens and uh, checkdowns and space plays. So um, you know, this is a guy when he gets the ball in his hands is uh, is is definitely a problem. Giovanni Bernard is uh, those guys kind of both play the same position. Bernard's a little bit more of a third-down guy, but they both will play uh, the other complementary spot, mix them on third down, and Bernard on some early downs as a change of pace. And, you know, Bernard's a problem, too. He's, uh, again, an excellent receiver, excellent route runner. Uh, I think both those guys could fulfill, you know, either role, but, uh, you know, they use them uh, in, in tandem so that they, you know, are fresh and are able to, you know, really go in there and be productive when, when each one of them is on the field. And, and they both present a lot of problems. But Mixon's one of the best backs we'll face. He's, he's an outstanding player. He's great, great toughness and, 
They're really a really a solid football player. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, next question, Evan Lazar, um, and I'll ask you to hit five star if you have a question for Coach Belichick. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Good, Evan. I wanted to ask you about Chase and uh, just uh, what it's meant to the team and the defense and the, on special teams as well uh, to get his contributions as a rookie and uh, also just what you've seen from him because I think he's playing a little bit of a different role than what he did in the Michigan defense. Uh, oh, definitely, yeah. Uh, Chase's, Chase's role is, um, yeah, is definitely different than what it was in Michigan. Um, I mean, there's some similarities. You know, he probably plays on the end of the line, but Chase has done multiple things for us. He's a, he's a smart kid, and he's got a good skill set. Um, he can run. He's got good power and strength. Uh, he's got a good motor. Uh, done, done a good, nice job for us in the kicking game. Uh, played to run well. Played his pass rushed well, and and he's pursued and uh, you know he plays down the line of scrimmage as well. So um, glad we have Chase. Uh, his uh, his role has been multiple, um, and he's been able to you know to mentally uh, do a good job with it, and uh, not just know his assignments, but also you know play instinctively and and with good communication with other members of the defense because there are some adjustments and so forth that we we need to make uh, you know within that interior group and uh, he's he's picked those up pretty well how rare is it for a rookie to have such a multiple role and and to also have the biggest of role in the kicking game that he has including his role on defense yeah well i mean i think you saw that from high power and collins uh you know when they were when they were younger um i'm not putting winovich in their class you know, yet. I mean, I think all of them are good football players, but you know, I saw Jamie come in here and, and play inside, play outside, play on all the kicking units, and high power played linebacker and defensive end in sub situations, and you know, played in the kicking game as well. So, um, you know, they're, they're all a little bit different, but uh, we've been fortunate. We've had some, some players come in here and be able to, um, you know, do multiple things and, and contribute uh, in in different ways for us defensively fairly early in their career. And that's, you know, that's a big, it's a big advantage. It's hard to do, but those guys done a good job of it. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, next question, Mike Reese, followed by Nick O'Malley. Thanks, DC. Um, Bill, we're going to Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati and um, in an era when most of these stadiums have sponsorships attached to them, you know, their names, I was curious if being there, given the name of the stadium and what you've spoken about in the past regarding your admiration for Paul Brown, if um, being in that venue and, and making this trip has any um, special sort of meaning to you. Uh, yeah, sure, of course. Um, yeah, thanks, Mike. I, I think, um, you know, Paul's really uh, – Coach Brown's really the, the coach that um, – professional coach that, you know, I've probably looked up to, um, you know, more than any other, uh, just in terms of um, the way he, the contributions he made to the game um, and the professional way that he did things and, you know, the the um, way he was able to adapt and be innovative and creative uh, to, you know, find ways to win and, you um, so, uh, you know, I've always admired 
Coach Brown, and you know I had the opportunity to you know meet him when I was younger, and you know be around him a little bit, and um, you know, and then the rest of the Brown family, Mike and you know Pete, who recently passed away, but um, you know it's it's a football family, it's a very you know, it's a football environment, and um, going back to those those Bengal training camps, um, you know what what Coach Brown did with. Uh, starting at the Severance School in Annapolis, Maryland, that was his first job, and you know Ohio State, Great Lakes, and the Browns and Maslin, and I mean he's just really at the epicenter of of great football at every at every level, high school, college, and professionally, in two different leagues. Um, you know broke the color barrier or rebroke it, I should say, when you know he brought um, Bill Willis and Mary Motley into the league. He did so many great things for the for the National Football League and for football. I just don't think the game would be what it was today, what it is today, without his contributions and you know, what he did for the game. And um, my dad was, you know, close with Coach Brown and and other members of Coach Brown's circle. Um, Bill Edwards, my godfather, and so forth. So, yeah, to walk into Paul Brown Stadium and to you know know what he stood for is it certainly you know sends sends some memories and. And, you know, I feel a deep uh, debt of gratitude and appreciation for all that he did for our game and for our sport and for coaching and, and for all that I learned from him directly and indirectly through others, uh, like Coach Rosanna, who, who worked for uh, Coach Brown at the Bengals. Um, you know, there's just a lot of ripple effects there that uh, I've been very blessed and fortunate to have had the opportunity to experience. Uh, thanks for asking, Mike. Yeah, thanks for the answer. Uh, looks like uh, the last question, as uh, I see no other hands raised, we'll go to Nick O'Malley. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, morning, Bill. Hi, Nick. Um, when were you first made aware of the complaint from the Bengals uh, concerning the uh, Patriots film crew in the, the game this past weekend that the Patriots released a statement concerning? Um, I guess it was sometime yesterday afternoon. What was your initial reaction to when uh, that the the complaint uh, came to your attention? Uh, I mean, I haven't, I have no idea, had no idea what was what it was about. Um, and then, you know, I got an explanation. I think the organization released, um, you know, a, that explanation or something similar to that. Um, that's really all I know about it. Uh, have you spoken to anyone on the Patriots content team or anyone regard, uh, involved in the incident? Yeah, I'm really focused on getting ready for the Bengals here. I think all that's being handled um, internally or, you know, however it's being handled. I don't know. Again, I, I have no involvement in this and no knowledge of it. and I really don't don't have any idea what what exactly is going on. I can tell you that you know, we've never, as a coaching staff, and I personally have never viewed any any video footage at all of um, anything that, that those production people have done, you know, other than what's shown on, on public television or something like that. Uh, we, we don't have anything to do with what they with what they do, so I really don't don't have much knowledge of the situation at all. All right. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Bill. Uh, yeah. All right. You're welcome.